0: Yeah.
1: It's that money boy right. 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 So they want to mock us all they want to mock us I'm telling them, it's not over So they can print all that crap all they want all over their locker if it's not over, we'll never be over here
2: Get money I don't know
0: what the fuck Get you Get money, money.
2: Money. Going. Money. Need to get get money. Money. We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass.
3: But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook.
4: Thank you for joining the ESBC Podcast, where the purpose of every single podcast is to make money. every single podcast is a business meeting with a specific purpose and a specific outcome. So we really got three purposes, right? Number one, you got to make money. Number two is to teach you how to invest in stocks, how to invest if you're going to buy a business, and we do it using sports betting as a vehicle for that. The third purpose that I'm going to add in that I keep forgetting yeah, when I talk to my wife and she debriefs after work as a psychotherapist, I am like, we gotta add the mental health aspect of sports betting. And you know, she my wife doesn't watch sports at all, but she loves sports betting because she buys expensive items with the wings. <laughs> right. And it is better to sports betting money, bankroll money goes first, right? You don't want to take money out of savings or retirement, right? You take it out of sports betting. So. You got the purposes, right? So what is the outcome? 64%, 64% last year, Jason, right? He calculated for us 59.87, which we call 60%, but we'll go chase. Regardless it was profit, you know, over a hundred thousand. And we want to do it again this year. We're up to 4,000. Uh, so that's the that's the purpose of the outcome. That's as clear as we can get. I'm on the board of the Orange County Diversity Council, and people get diversity wrong. They think it's gender, they think it's race, disability, you know, when they get pumped in with the news, and not that. It's about having, well, it's always been in business, it's about being pragmatic, listening to other voices, listening to other opinions, all right? So one business concept we teach, and that is if you are the toughest, smartest person, in any room, you're in the wrong room. So we got guys that are tougher, smarter than I am. Uh, Scott and I are old. So uh, Chad gives us uh, youth diversity, young diversity. Uh, Scott and I, if we ran a 50 yard dash, it would be like 10 times slower than it was 30 years ago. (laughs) Chad was report three, he's a professional athlete. Um, If I went to a professional locker room, security would be called in right away. (laughs) But he he works out with these guys, right? So we'll go around first thoughts with everybody. Even Jason. Jason, give us first thoughts as well. Jason, I don't give out Jason's last name because you don't, man. You don't know who's after who. And especially him. He's going to be at the casino with a bunch of money.
1: And my last name
4: is. We go around. We go Scott, Chad. And uh, Jason, first thoughts on week two. uh, Profit wise, we're, I guess, uh, 36 out of the last 37 weeks of the podcast, we've been profitable, we've made profit. And only 12% of the picks you get on Twitter are over 52.5. So Um, great to be category.
3: Great to be here, uh, first of all um second of all i think week one's the hardest week to bet because you don't know based on preseason a lot of teams don't play their starters through the whole preseason so you get the first look at them in game one which to them is like their first preseason game it's like the the most important preseason game that they play so um i think we're i think we're going to be on the track to 70 percent uh consistently um, found out a lot of stuff about teams and coaches and philosophies and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to this, looking forward to getting started and getting 70% rolling. So.
4: Love it. Love it. What do you think, Chad?
0: Yeah, man, I just, I, I'm happy to be here as well. And uh, it's just, it's fun to, to collab with you guys and, and uh, just see what everybody's thinking. I, I know what I'm thinking here. And uh, I know we always, one of us, you know, we're always changing each other's minds at some point and uh with certain picks and it's it's just good to get the information and hear everybody's why on their picks. And um, I mean, the more, the more you take in this, the better you're going to do. And yeah, I mean, I mean, just picking the week two from week one, for me, has been a lot easier. Um, A lot, a lot of more stuff jumping out. Um, Definitely got a, a lot of clarity from week one. So, so that's all I got.
4: No, no, big time. What, what are your thoughts, uh, Jason? You uh, picked the under, or under on Seattle. That saved your week last week.
1: Absolutely, yeah, it was an exciting first week. Uh, quite a few uh, surprises and upsets I didn't see coming. With uh, especially, uh, I didn't think the Bears were gonna uh, take out the 49ers and uh, win. But hey, uh, you know, outside of those week one upsets, so looking forward here to uh, week two and uh, excited to be working with the team again this year. Uh, tracking uh, track the sheet and um, taking uh, pics and um, really uh, watching our stats.
4: Right, because really, and you, you tell me, Jason, it came about because we were doing so well. You are like, all right, let, let's practice. <laughs> this is really real because you're not getting this type of of, uh, of information and you're not getting this type of success anywhere else. And the reason it happens is because we live in these in a 137 trillion dollar market and to give you perspective russia big war big company big uh country or whatever they only have 1.7 trillion dollars right uh and that's the whole country of russia of course you know oligarchs still a lot of money and have yachts in cyprus but still we're we're 137 times close to that Let's say 120 times Bigger than, uh, than Russia. So, the byproduct of that is that podcast I did on Monday with uh, Tom Getty, executive of DraftKings. That, hey, the average guy gets access to a lot of information in the processes of things, right? Uh, buying a house, buying a car. Uh, we got access to ed- more education than anybody else in uh, history. So we move on from there. Now you apply it to the sports betting market, which is the new market. There's more states, 37 states now. California should be online uh, after November. Uh, and the market's growing. So first to market, biggest market share. But fundamental analysis, taking advantage of marketing efficiencies has lasted forever. So Thursday night, we were 0 two on Thursday night. Last year, we were like, Lights out every single Thursday night. This year we started differently.
0: No, we were one-on-one. One. We, we got the, the under, right?
4: No, we got we were on two. All right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were one-on-one. Yeah. One. yeah. It just felt like on two.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, you're right. We were one-on-one. One. We got the under. We didn't get the side. Uh, Chiefs, Chargers. Again, the Chargers are a uh, Greek mafia-run organization. But they don't like paying for uh, backups. Uh, the trust, the Spanos trust, they have to kick up to Tarpon Springs. Look up dead bodies, Tarpon Springs, docks Okay. So as a result of that, they don't have backups. And they've had a few key injuries on the offensive line. Andy Reid uh, has dedicated his life to football. He ignores all his kids, his wife, everybody. So all he's done is obsessed about that lost the Chargers game at home last year. Andy Reid's not going to let it happen again. They'll cover. He's going to be under 55 uh, because they want to keep that Justin Herbert on the sidelines. But uh, Andy Reid's going to cover this game on a short week with a lot of guys that feel they're being mistreated and underpaid on the Chargers. They might have end up having a great year. But in this situation, I like the Chiefs minus four, under 55. We'll go uh, Scott and Chad.
3: I agree 100%. I think um, the Chiefs look really, really good against Arizona. They're, they're first-team offense, and then they basically played their backups in the fourth quarter, but except for Mahomes. Um, but I, I like the Chiefs in this situation, and I definitely see it going under. I mean, the Chargers had a tough, tough divisional game against the Raiders. Um, so they're on a, both teams are on a short week traveling from West Coast back to Kansas City. Um, so I, I like the Chiefs, and I definitely think it's going under. I, I think this has a a twenty four seventeen game written all over it. So um, that's where I'm going. Yeah,
4: same here. I would say twenty four seventeen. That was exactly what I'm thinking. What do you think, uh, Chad?
0: Yeah, I'm going, uh, love the under here. I think it's going to be lower scoring for sure, uh, a slower pace, but I'm, I'm going the other way on the side here. Um, I like the Chargers here, you know, getting getting four and a half points, five points. Um, I just think it's going to be a slower tempo game. I think, I think Kansas City wins this one by like a field goal. I think the Chargers, they have confidence. They won here last year. Um, you know, I think Andy Reid returned the favor last year by beating them in L.A. I don't know if he's, you know. Obviously, you know he's thinking about them that they beat them last year here, but you know they did win the last meeting. Chiefs won the last meeting in L.A. So I, I, I think that you know, I think the Chargers are are gonna really surprise people this year. Um, I, man, I had them finishing last in this division, but I think that they might be a top top two contender and be competing to win this division by the end of the year. I would not be surprised to see them in it at the end. So, um. I'm going, to, I'm going to rock with the Chargers around on a short week. I think it's going to be conservative play calling. I think the Chargers also got a little taste of that division action early on. Week one, they got that win. Um, they understand two conference, two division wins back-to-back puts this team, you know, four games up. Um, it does tremendous to the trajectory of their season. So I think they're, they're going to be ready to play and be able to keep this one
3: close. All
4: right. So, so before, to before replace, we go uh, Kevin Allen on
3: offense. Yeah, before we go on, Butker's out for Kansas City. Keenan Allen is out for the charges. Right. Both will not play Thursday night. So
4: yeah.
3: Um keep sure. that in mind if you're betting the game. So
4: Exactly. So who do you think is gonna replace uh Keenan Allen on that offense, Chad, to keep the game close?
0: <sighs> you know what Palmer had him had himself a good game. Um you No, know, I think they they got a couple guys that could uh one sec, let me let me pull up there. Um oh
3: the, the guy the guy you want to watch for is probably Gerald Everett at tight right.
0: end. Yeah
3: I, th- I think he, he's gonna have a huge game this week. And you I know, think Mike Williams is another guy that, that probably Mike is Williams to. is what I'm thinking about. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mike Mike Williams. I mean they had you know, Everett caught himself three balls. Eckler out of the backfield is going to be – he's going to get some catches for sure. Mike Williams. And then I think Palmer is the sleeper here. I like uh, Joshua Palmer. I think he could have himself a big game. He got himself three yep. uh, three receptions last game. Uh, but, I mean, he, he's going to get more targets, I think, with Allen being out. He's going to be the guy that's going to get a, a bigger load. So, fantasy players, he might be a good
2: spot.
4: All right. So, the consensus pick is – your Kansas City Chiefs minus the four points under 55 with uh, Chad Nolan being Ruth Bader Ginsburg and dissenting being the dissenter, the lone dissenter on Thursday night football. All right. Next game is the Harbaugh football family. I got them. Minus 3.5, under 45. We call them that because both brothers are making over, like, $20 million a year. They only draft people within their football network, within the same agents, same people. Uh, and they're they going to keep it under uh, 45. The Dolphins had a deceptively big win last week, but they were, they were going against uh, – Matt Patricia, and Matt Patricia is not an offensive coordinator. I don't think he should even be an NFL health coach just because his dad is friends with Bill Belichick, and there's some sort of weird obligation going on there. Uh, so Deceptively, good win. Again, a cheap organization that had a couple of injuries. Uh, Baltimore's coming off a bad year. Harbaugh makes $7 million a year, so there's a lot on the line. So, as you can tell, we're looking at everything from a financial standpoint. I have an MBA, securities license, client worth $50 million and above. So, I always have to think in uh, numbers and I have to think in business. So, using that, I like the Ravens, usually, especially later in the season, especially with Andy Reid. And, and it's funny because Harbaugh coached for Andy Reid for a decade. It was in that famous uh, Philadelphia Eagle Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb. And you know, was back in the day. The special teams coach was Harbaugh. And they, they covered big spreads early, but they don't come late. So this situation, this is later in the season. I would go the other way. But being so, they need this at home in Baltimore. They want to sell more season tickets, more earned advertising value. And that's interesting because Tom Getty talked about value, how important it is, and keeping your money. Because first, got to make money then keep it. But that's a Tuesday podcast. What do you think? We'll go Scott and the chat.
3: I like Baltimore in the situation. Uh, I'm on the Lamar's got a lot to prove to the NFL this year, and he wants that big, huge contract. Right. Uh, he, he rejected a contract that they gave him because he wants more than what Deshaun Watson got which right. is $240 million. So I think Lamar is, is got a chip on his shoulder, and that's a dangerous thing to for any Baltimore Raven opponent. I think Miami is just going to be overwhelmed on defense – I mean on offense with Baltimore's defense. I do think Tyreek's going to have a good game again. Um, but I, I'm taking the Ravens uh, minus the three and a half. And I'm going to lean slightly toward the over on this. Don't know why, but I'm going to lean slightly on the over because I think Miami's going to get a touchdown late to, to push that to, to 47 or 48 total. So I'll go Baltimore and I'll go the slight over. I think the Jets' offense was terrible, and I think a step up in class here is what Baltimore's facing. So, right.
4: Remember, Nat yeah. um, Patricia did something stupid and they got a big uh, fix or some sort of fumble, scoop, and score. So Miami didn't score many, many, uh, many, many points last week. Maybe I'm biased because I was listening to Miami radio, and Miami radio was crucifying uh He's like, yeah, you're in your fourth year, and you're still throwing off your back foot. You're still coming to game, going on, on, on." And they only really scored like ten points on uh, New England. What do you think, Chad?
0: Yeah, I'm with you guys. I love Baltimore in this spot at home. I think Baltimore wins this game by a touchdown. Um, you know, I initially had the under in this game. And then as I kind of went through it a second time, I was kind of looking at it in Scott's point of view. And I switched to the over here. Um You know, we're under that key number of 45,
2: right.
0: You know, Harbaugh is a freaking awesome under coach. You know, he's going to go 11 and six to the under this year, but you know, six or seven of their games are going to go over. And I think this spot right here is a game if Tyreek busts one, if Lamar busts one, this game's going over. If we, get, if we get two chunk plays, if we get a chunk play from both sides, um, we get a touchdown, an over-50-yard touchdown from either side – or, I mean, from both sides, it, this this one, I, I just think it's going to squeak over. Um, I think it's just early in the season. You know, b- both offenses are capable, and this isn't the Ravens' defense of, you know, of the past that, you know, has been lights out, lights out. You know, they – um, you know, they still give up 10 points to the Jets. You know, just, I, I think that the Dolphins will be able to get themselves to 17, 21 points. You know, I see a, uh, a, a you know, a, a 28, 31, 24 type game, you know, a, a 31, 21. Um, so I do, I think this one can get to 45 and, and get us over 44 and a half. So I'm going to, I'm going to go Baltimore. Uh, minus a three-and-a-half, and then I'm going to go over 44-and-a-half.
4: All right. So uh, the consensus pick is going to be Baltimore minus three-and-a-half, over 45. And the final thing that convinced me to go under was that Miami probably is going to be missing two offensive linemen for this game. So how good are the Steven Criminal Ross, who doesn't want to pick for backups, way under the salary cap, backup offensive linemen, Against the hardball football family. Next game are right, the Cleveland Clowns. And I had the audio, but I'll put it in the podcast of uh, Antonio talking about being mocked because things are going south heavily in New York as Robert Slay, head coach, started threatening reporters, saying that he was keeping receipts of people who were mocking him. <laughs> But be careful if you're Maki, Robert Slade, he's keeping receipts. Uh, that sounds like somebody's falling apart. You really don't want to be in a professional position where you're making millions of dollars to start threatening people after a loss, uh, Joe Flacco in this situation. So because of that, he must know something, hopefully. He's a defensive coach. Uh, I'm 70% when I bet against analytic teams the only thing going good for the clowns is bill callahan their offensive line coach who's made it to the playoffs with every team he's been an assistant with and he does it through the offensive line uh kareem hunt right it shouldn't be in the NFL, but he is uh kareem hunt and then the other running back nick chubb nick chubb's a monster if you remember that playoff game with georgia against oklahoma which he's just a monster so they're gonna run it a lot. Games 100% going under. Uh, Joe Flacco, he, he, I don't think he can't. He's like uh, uh, uh whatever his name, is, Roethlisberger, quarterback for the Steelers. You can't throw it over five yards. He had that neck injury that Peyton Manning retired from, so I don't think he can even throw it like 20 yards. <laughs> so it's gonna be swing past Central. I could see this being seventeen ten. 1710 would be a push. So sixteen ten, a bunch of field goals. Uh, nineteen twelve, whatever. Uh, yeah, nineteen twelve is a push too. Uh, so hopefully it's like seventeen to twelve, and I cover. So I'm going to Jets plus a seven because uh, Sly's threatening people. He's keeping receipts and under the total because both teams want it under in a non-division game. What do you think, Chad? Go Chad that Scott.
0: Yeah, so I love the under here. There's no way this game's going over. Um but man, I'm gonna rock with the Browns minus six and a half. Uh that's what I'm seeing right now by the half point I'm gonna take the Browns at minus six. Um and I, I, I think they can win this game by a touchdown, man. The Jets look so god awful I think the Browns will be able to run the ball and have some success running the ball enough to, to, to cover six points here. So I'm going to go Browns minus six under the 40. Man,
4: Jacoby Brissett, putting money on Jacoby Brissett. All right. Go ahead, over, Scott.
0: over Flacco all day. Yeah, yeah, over Flacco.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. Pick your, pick your pathetic quarterback.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's more off yeah. the run, the run game though, that Browns have yeah. not, not Brissett. <laughs>
3: There, there, are, there are some teams in the NFL you can't put money on. The New York Jets are one of those teams.
4: Right, right. I
3: cannot bet the Jets and Joe Flacco. I, they could get shut out this week. It could be 17 to nothing. I'm taking the under for sure. And I'm, I'm going to go three ways. I'm going to take the under.
4: Right.
3: I'm going to take Cleveland. And I'm going to take under the Jets team total this week. Which is like 17 or something like that. I saw I'm going under that team total. They're not scoring 17 points. So
4: no. I'm going
3: three ways. I'm going jet under Jets team total, the Browns, and the and the under.
4: So you want to take Chad likes those team totals. You want to take the team total, and make it consensus.
0: What? Well, yeah, I mean, what's it at? If it's if it's north of 17 or 17 and a half, hell yeah.
4: What I'm to me about the Jets I'll check it right now as
3: we're talking. Check about. it. <laughs>
4: It, yeah, what scares me about the Jets team total was that Scott made the same prediction, and he was spot on. And it was uh, the Jets at Miami, and the offensive coordinator for the Jets did three trick plays, two of them within a the touchdown. Which, and they, they they had no offense except for those trick plays. So I'm thinking with Slade threatening people and this and that, you know, they might have like a special teams touchdown. A uh, tip, drill, touchdown, stuff like that.
0: What do you think, Chad? What's
4: the
3: number? I'm looking right now. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I definitely like the full game under better. Um, we'll, we'll,
3: yeah,
0: we'll get I, back to
3: that. We'll get back it, to that. It's seven, it's 17 and a half right now.
0: Yeah, that's the team total. I'm going I mean, under for sure. Yeah, you, I, I, that's that's on the right side of that number. I mean, that's the number that I need. I need. You know, I, you know, I said if it's 17 and a half, I would consider. So, yeah, I, I think that that's – I mean, I think that's a good play. I, I mean, this –
4: Yeah, I haven't scored 12 points minus, uh, you know, trick play for a touchdown, you know, double reverses, whatever whatever, uh, slides, uh, you know, dialing up, right? Because usually when coaches run their mouth like that, they they have – And some, if we
1: get that 17 and a half, bet it now. Because that's gonna yes.
3: <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna go down. Oh, yeah.
1: Jason's <laughs> right; yeah. it's going down under
4: seventeen as soon as this gets published.
1: Exactly.
4: Soon as podcast so is over, Vegas money. So, because then you can bend uh, to up from fifty grand a podcast pick to hundred grand. Yeah, no doubt. Ch- change the line. All right, that's going to be the consensus on that. It's going to be. Uh, The Cleveland Clowns, minus six. And Jacoby Brissett, under 40. And the Jets team total, under 17 and a half. Uh, If you want to know anything about the Detroit Lions, listen to the Detroit Lions preview we have posted with Agent Rob. Agent Rob is the top agent in Formula One. But when he was on the podcast, he reminded me we was talking to Jason too, I think it might have been pre-the podcast. He's in the number one agent in the MLS, <laughs> dealing straight with Robert Kraft, his son, and all those folks. And we did a deep dive into the Detroit Lions. They never quit. Uh, so if they're down, I'm going to start betting him in the second half line. Uh, they're playing the Lord Commanders of the Universe and Carson Vince. <laughs> Right, so they have, they have a chance, right? You're know, playing the Guardians Commanders. of the Galaxy. <laughs> well, because that, that's a combination of that and Game of Thrones.
0: <laughs> Lord Commanders.
4: Yeah, no, it was uh, you know, Labor Day, and my wife and I, and, you know, okay, NFL hadn't started, right? So you have to spend quality time for the NFL's track. We were binging Game of Thrones again, you know, and Lord Commander of the North, John Snow, <laughs> we got the commanders here Schneider That you can listen to the NFL corruption podcast and Scott and I did a deep dive into the crimes being committed by Daniel Stanley, uh, not limited to limited to but including stealing from other owners but the owners are afraid uh, of him for whatever reason so they're going to the Lions uh Lions minus one. The total is 49. And, again, first game of the season was an outlier for Detroit. They want to run the football. They only want Goff to throw it 20, 25 times. They don't want to be behind at halftime the way they were. And I think uh, Carson Wentz is going to give them that opportunity. Uh, The commanders, they, they, they struggle against a horrible Jacksonville team. Uh, so I think there's a great opportunity for the Lions. They're going to get the call from the refs at home as these bad teams need to be able to sell tickets for later on in the season. Remember, we, we know that uh, when refs make a bad call, it makes us feel bad. It might be unethical, but it's not illegal. If you're hired by a company and you do something that's not illegal, and it's for the company to make money. You're fine. So for those reasons, I'm going Detroit minus one under forty nine. What do you think, Scott?
3: So do you guys realize this is the first time the Lions have been favored in twenty four weeks in the NFL? <laughs> if they
4: win,
0: if they win, they'll be five hundred for the first time since eighteen oh
4: seven. Hey, forgive me, Jim Rob.
3: So I, I love the Lions offense this year. I think they have so many weapons on offense that they're hard to cover. Um, yeah. Keep in mind, DeAndre Swift also is battling an ankle injury. Did not practice today. So that's something to monitor. Um, but Jamal Williams is a very capable backup for that. Oh, yeah. So to say, to having said that, I'm taking the Lions to win this game, and I'm taking the under two. I just did uh, Washington scored 28, but that was against a, a bad Jacksonville defense. So. Right. I think they will come back to the mean, which is they'll probably score somewhere around fourteen to seventeen. Went'll do something stupid, right? Um, yeah. So I'm I'm going to take the Lions, um, given the points, and I'm going to take the under in this game.
0: Yep, love it, man. I'm taking Detroit too, um, and I'm I'm kind of debating between money line and the points. I mean, it's so slim minus one twenty five money line. It's almost worth it because they're you know they might only won this game by one point, knowing the Lions, yeah. Um, so, yeah, actually, I was on the over here, but listening to you guys, um, I I'm going, we're going unit unanimous here on, on the under. I think I I was having some recency bias in my mind from last week, and um, you know I, I th- they're gonna the Detroit's gonna get back to that style for sure. I don't think we're gonna see them you know in shootouts like that all the time. And I had some just some recency bias from that first game going on, but I think you guys brought me back. So. Detroit, uh, Detroit money line under forty nine. I like it. Detroit,
4: so that, that is, bad, is the unanimous. Right, take this out. Unanimous. Decision. This is
3: one of those four games, Josh. That you you keep saying that uh, that's the NFL puts it winnable for
4: Detroit. So right. this, this So is no, no matter how bad the team is, there are four games built in by the. NFL PR department, the marketing department to sell season tickets. Now, does it mean that that horrible team is going to win? No. What it means is they're probably gonna come. <laughs> well, what we care about and they're gonna get an advantageous situation get ref calls, so on and so forth. All right. <laughs> Those are your Detroit Lions. Next is uh, a game that I recommend. If you have a problem with insomnia, have trouble sleeping, go ahead and record this game and watch it later in the week. You will fall asleep by the middle of the first quarter. The Colts and the Jaguars. Uh, even those two offensive coaches going towards each other, this game is definitely going under. Reich uh, is right, like Andy Reid, right? They chip off the old block. The only reason uh, the Philadelphia Eagles – Made uh, the Super Bowl with Nick Foles as a quarterback, and what happened there is that Rice also Mormon, goes to the same mission as Andy Reid, and had ten kids, but ignores them all and just focuses on football. So he's very, very upset that the Jaguars knocked him out of the playoffs last year with no coach. daryl Bell was the coach, but the Jaguars last year had a good defense, which did not show up this year because Peterson and his, another Andy guy, Peterson, but obviously he was living off the coattails of these guys. Peterson uh, changed the defense, and now they suck. So court, Colts are going to control the game. They're going to cover the spread minus four, and it's going to be under 46. What do you think, Scott?
3: Yeah, I, I love the Colts in this situation. First of all, because of the revenge factor based off last year. Right. Um, secondly, I, I think offensively they have too many weapons for, for Jacksonville to, to control. Um, a lot more weapons than Washington did. I mean, Pittman and Taylor are just two beasts on offense. Um, if Matt Ryan keeps the ball, doesn't turn it over, Colts could win this game by two touchdowns. Right. Um,
2: so
3: I'm going to take the Colts and I'm going to take the under. I don't think Jacksonville is going to score more than seven to 10 points this week. So um, I like those two factors and I I love the Colts this week. They're probably one of my, my better bets of the week because I think they're going to route the Jaguars and this game's going to stay in the thirties total someplace. So that's, that's my stance on this. I'm I'm, I'm
0: totally, totally with you guys here. Got to get rid of that taste out of their mouth from last year at Jacksonville. Um, they just tied. They just kissed their sister against the Texans. Right. So it's like they got to get that taste out of their mouth. It's a division game that they were supposed to win. The fact that they didn't get the win against the Texans makes this game so much more important. You got to get, you know, you got you got to you got to win one of the games on the road against the Jags and the Texans, the two worst teams in your division. You know, to even have a chance. So,
2: right.
0: um, I think this game is imperative for the Colts, and I think that you know. Uh, Wright knows that and, and they're, they're gonna they're gonna give Jacksonville everything they got here. they're not gonna mm-hmm. they're not gonna shy away. they're not gonna save stuff for later in the season. No. Uh, this is a must win for the Colts in this situation yeah. and yeah, I think this game goes under the 45 and a half you know Jacksonville, especially with Jacksonville game Jacksonville's game going over with Washington last week I think makes this one even more of an under. Um, you know I think Jacksonville is going to be nine and eight they'll be more to the under this year as a whole. And uh, so, yeah, I, I I think this game is going to be lower scoring. Um, you know, I think that the, uh, the Colts will be able to control this game. Jonathan Taylor looked great, man. I think they'll be able to run the ball, control the tempo. So yeah, I like, I'm with you guys. Colts minus the four and under the 45 and a half. You,
3: you cannot, you cannot tie Houston and lose to Jacksonville and be taken seriously to, to right. do anything in the season. So right. they, they, as Chad said, they have to win this week. There's no, no
4: two ways about it. They have to. So, Yes, very clearly. So that is the unanimous pick. And I would say if we're unanimous, because we don't talk about the much before, uh, go ahead and bet double. Remember, don't bet more than 25% of your bankroll. In the episode notes, we have the top 10 rules of betting. That you can read, and I'm actually updating it uh, with some notes, with some new information that so we have. Uh, Tampa Bay Uh, Tom Brady and the rest of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Remember the Chicago Bulls? It was like Michael Jordan and the rest of the Bulls. (laughs) When they played on the road, the announcer pregame. Uh, I like Tampa Bay on the money line against the Saints. It's going to be a crazy division game. Uh, James Winston. uh, Last year, uh, they had that 9-3 game. So I think it's an aberration. It's going to be a shootout. Uh, but James Winston, impulse control issue. We'll make that one mistake, pick six the other way, and then Tampa Bay will get the ball. Tom Brady is going to put in the void car was the head coach of Michigan. We was there. Uh, and he's going to put three tight ends. He's going to run this ball with Fournette to run out the clock and for them to win. Um, I don't like the, the points in this situation uh, because it's going to be a crazy a game that could be decided by a 50 yard field goal in the dome, last second play. So I, I like Tampa Bay on the money line uh, as Tom Brady avenges that 9 3 loss. Uh, I think the Saints to score a couple touchdowns and Tampa Bay is going to score on the same defense. What do you think, Chad and Scott?
0: Yep, I am thinking the same way. I got, uh, I took Tampa Bay minus the minus two. Um, not the money line, but you know, I you know, that's that's kind of your, your you know personal preference, what you want to do there. I think the oh, money yeah. line money line's obviously the safest play for your money. Um
4: right. you you got know, a grand on it, so a grand every high, game, a bet, it, every game, every total.
0: Highest, highest <laughs> probability is definitely gonna be the Gosh. money line. I like Tampa here. You are under the key number of three. I think getting a two. Um, you know, it's it, you know, that's that's your choice. But I like Tampa here. I think Tampa wins this game by a field goal. And I, I think this one goes over um, last year. They played that stinker game, really low scoring. Uh, you know, the saints just played a game, just, you know, put up points, um, you know, against the Falcons got themselves a comeback win. Um, you know, I think they put a lot into that game, a division game. You got a uh, you know, back-to-back division games for them here. I think they will be a little more, um, you know, they expended a little more energy last week than Tampa. And I, I think we're in a controlled environment and dome environment, you know, you've got to sometimes in these spots, look at, uh, games to go over. And yeah, I just think Tampa, uh, with all those field goals last week, they got stuff, you know, Brady's going to have a better week. You know, Tampa's going to get himself, you know, to, to, to 28 points here. So, I mean, yeah, we, you know, we need what they get to 28. We need, you know, 17, 17 out of, out of, uh, New Orleans, which, you know, I see them doing that. So, I think this one will squeak over the total. Um, I think Tampa Bay is going to put, put some more points on the board. They're, they're not going to peter out. They're going to have a lot better red zone efficiency this week. Um, you know, credit to the Cowboys defense. I do think the Cowboys defense did look pretty good last week. Um, you know, and I think that they, they looked better than the Saints defense, in my opinion. So, I, I, I think Tampa Bay will have a little more success offensively in finishing in the red zone, which will lead this one to go over. So, I like the Tampa Bay money line and over 44.
4: Yeah, you know, little birds, right? Uh they talked about in Game of Thrones. Uh they're telling me, little birds out there, that Tom Brady's getting revenge for getting cursed out by Bill O'Brien all the time. He's cursing out everybody when he gets to Bucks practice. So that's a win. <laughs> so uh but Chad Tim makes a lot of sense about they just got field goals instead of touchdowns last week. They you know. They're being lit up by Tom Brady to get touchdowns. Remember what Steve Spurrier said? Losers kick field goals. Winners score touchdowns. All right. Giants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm picking the Saints, by the way. Oh, <laughs> the, oh go ahead, Scott.
3: <laughs> I, the, crypt, the kryptonite of Tom Brady has been the New Orleans Saints. Right. They're getting points. Opening home game. That place is going to be electric. Um, he never performs well against New Orleans for whatever reason it may right. be. Um defensively, New Orleans is not a bad team. They're very good. So I just think, and New Orleans made a huge comeback in the fourth quarter last week to beat Atlanta. And again, they shouldn't have had to, but they ha- they did. Right. I love I like New Orleans getting points at home in this in the uh whatever the season superdome, whatever they're calling it now. I think that New Orleans, if they don't win, they're going to keep it within one or two points. I just think this is one of those games that's going to stay close. It's going to go over. It's in a controlled atmosphere. It's going to go over. Um, New Orleans has a lot of good weapons on offense. People fail to realize. Michael Thomas is back, played really well last week. Jarvis Landry played, had over 100 yards catching the ball. Um, so so I think New Orleans is, is going to cover this spread, and I think it's going to go over. So that that's my picks
1: you buying the half point, you're going to Saints plus three. Yeah, I'll buy a half point, go Saints plus three. Got it.
2: All right.
0: Oh, so. I, I'm, I'm happy I'm not the, the
4: oddball out finally. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <there> you <laughs> I know, man. It's hard. I know somebody I got a message on Twitter, and uh, the guy's like, man. I went against your picks, and it was one of those. He's like, I went against your picks on like six games, and I went three and three, and I sweated all my wins. <laughs> he said, all all the wins, something crazy happened. <laughs> I'm like, ah. but to that point, <laughs> to that point, it's real quick last week to go against my picks.
3: <laughs> last week there were like two or three games that were just blinking, like Minnesota. They nice. were underdog. They were blinking. Take oh, them. Yeah. They're gonna win the game. And they
0: yeah. did. Right. And yeah. Miami, same thing. Miami was blanking. Take right. them against yeah. the Patriots. They won. Yeah. So, right? No, yeah, my no. my dumbass
4: did it. I took the Patriots. We got It's crazy too because
0: we talked about that damn game in the freaking preseason shows when we're doing the AFC preview.
2: Right.
0: We picked the Dolphins four months ago, and my dumbass <laughs> comes in the game of game week and is like, you know, I'm gonna go against all that everything everything else.
4: Man. We gotta feel <laughs> that pain. You gotta feel That's, that pain so you learn.
0: You gotta stick to your gun sometimes. No, no, no one to fold up, right? No right, one, right, right, right. No one to stick put to that your one guns.
4: On Spotify, put that one on Spotify for the lead into the show. But uh, the Giants, right? So it's going to be consensus. Tampa Bay money line over forty-four. We all agree on the total. And on this one, Scott's going to be Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg <laughs> and be the, the center, right?
0: Hey, hey, Jason. Is it, is, RBG. Is there a way for you to track the uh, the unanimous versus the yes. consensus? Yes. So we'll,
1: yeah, let's say because
0: I'm curious to see if our unanimous when all three of us agree is is has if we are significantly at a higher percentage than when one of us disagrees. Because I feel like oh, yeah, we no, are. It,
4: it I feel like we we... No, I was tracking it before Jason. I remember then when, when we disagreed, the game with nuts. Yeah, there was craziness going on when we disagreed. Because I, mean, <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I might, I might consider adding an extra half unit or a third of a unit on all our uh, unanimous picks. I like, I do... Yeah, I say
4: when we're unanimous, bet double. You never bet more than twenty-five percent of your. Yeah,
0: bet. well, for me, probably I double be it better,
4: up once in a while. When but I it would be a
0: third. You know, if I'm betting. You know, if I'm betting a $50 unit, I would you know put at least you know another 20 to 25 bucks on on Fine. the uh, the ones that are, are unanimous, something like that's what I what I'm thinking about. But let's get into
4: we'll the next game. It. We'll track it. We'll have Jason track it, help me track it. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> All right, man. Love it, love it. Because it could be one of those things where uh in baseball, they were, you know, in this brainwashing by the announcers, right? Oh. Uh, the guy that made a miraculous catch in the previous inning is the first batter up the next inning. And that ended up being a complete myth. So, But we're going to track it here because we don't yeah. believe Mr. Because I mean, all, of all of yeah. our
0: picks, you know, last year we went 59% overall. You know, I, I could see our unanimous as being 65%. Even
4: 70%, who knew? Yeah. Our second half bets were north of
2: 70%. Yeah.
4: All right. So, Panthers – Giants, Uh, they met game six last year, and totally different coaching uh, uh, staffs, It's Matt Rule's back, (laughs) Uh, this is Joe Judge, who's now the assistant to the assistant offensive coordinator with the Patriots, (laughs) Joe Judge. Who who is he gonna fight now? Because he was when he was the head coach of the Giants, he fought two assistant coaches. Who knows who won the fights? But he ended up firing him the next day. What he's gonna punch Belichick in the face? Going to, I know he's already punched uh, Matt Patricia in the face. They already have people, you know, blocking so they don't get in the fight again. And Belichick puts him on the same side of the ball. Uh, the Giants won that game twenty-five. How do you score twenty-five points? Twenty-five to three. So we got the under in that one. Matt Rule is probably stewing over the summer over that loss. He's back there. Uh, he's got Baker Mayfield. The Giants. Uh, and this is the problem with bad teams. They show a lot of cards of what they do. Uh, basically, the first half to set up the second half. Maybe we want to look at the Giants' first half under. That's Brian DeBall setting up plays. DeBall has a college offense, and Matt Rule is a college coach. <laughs> so I like the under, and for that reason, I'm going with the Panthers. And Matt Rule, $7 million. Chaz, the one that told me that Matt Rule is talking about Jay-Z, takes seven years to become an order. That's, that's he, he wants to be there seven years before he has a winning season. I don't think it's going to work out, but I think he's going to beat the Giants this week because he has to coming off a loss. Yeah. Uh,
0: and Baker Mayfield. What do you think, Chad, and uh, Scott? Yeah, no, I'm with you here. I mean, when's the last time in the same week the Lions and Giants have both in favor? That predates 1776 there. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I don't – you know, I I think this is kind of a similar game here when you look at the Detroit-Washington game. But, you know, you you look at Detroit, man, Detroit is just – in a lot better place as an organization than the Giants. The Giants have just been all over the place. Um, I think the only reason this line is where it's at is because the Giants had a miraculous comeback, win. right?
4: They had two not, plays in the second half against
0: they should not be right. favored in this game. It they should, should never be, be favored
4: at any time. Any they, they should be about a, th-
0: <laughs> a three point uh dog here, uh, on my numbers,
4: right?
0: So if you know I'm saying? The value, market inefficiency, you're getting five points of value on my numbers with the Panthers here. So you've got to like the Panthers uh, in a revenge spot. Um, right. And I mean, I just, I, I cannot see the Giants. Um, you know, and, and another thing too is looking, comparing it. Panthers to me are a lot better team than the Washington going in, going into the Lions. You know, we took the Lions earlier um, in the podcast. And, and, and I just think that the, uh, I mean, the Giants are just, they, they they won a game. They won a free That was a freak outlier, in my right. opinion. The way they came back. They had a big play by Sterling Shepard. Uh, Brable called a terrible game. Given end arounds, you know, on third and fourth and one third and one. When he's got Derrick Henry. Yep. Um, and I just yep. don't think. I don't think that game is getting a full evaluation of how that game went. I think they're just looking at the outcome that the Giants right. won it, and they're favoring the Giants here. And I, I just I think this one is a, is a market inefficiency. So I, I like the Panthers. Um, i'm getting freaking points too are you kidding me and uh yeah under uh, uh, the under here i just i don't i don't think um either team offensively is going to be super dynamic so I, I i like those i'm with you go ahead scott
3: i i personally think the giants are a one-trick pony
2: right. saquon
3: bark saquon barkley daniel yeah. jones is not a good quarterback they do not have any receivers at all outside of half a Sterling Shepard because you're just waiting for him to go down and get it. Right. Galladay has been the worst contract I've, I've known in the NFL as, for a free agency um, or pretty close. Um, so I'm taking the Panthers here. You know, I don't like Baker as a quarterback. I think Baker struggled a lot last week in for the majority of the game. But I do think Carolina is going to defensively is going to look and say, if we shut Saquon down, the Giants can't win the game. and They can't move the ball. So, I'm going to take the Panthers and I'm going to, to definitely take the under. This, this game is not even going to come close. It's going to be 30s. Money, money line pick of the week. Yeah, Panthers. Money line pick of the week. I would take the Panthers on the money line. Oh, yeah. Line. We got to track
4: that too if you can. Just yeah. Don't that. Pan, Panthers line, on the money
3: line. Panthers the with the points and the under. Plus 115. I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it too. I'll take um, it too. Yeah. And See, uh
4: intelligence is the best. So you always look at the it, minus one, plus one. But it's a you got it. Yeah. And you
3: got to, And you got to think Matt rule is coaching with a little bit more urgency right. than he has in the past, because he knows if he doesn't succeed, he's getting fired during the year. And or it's at the end interesting of the year. about
4: Tepper, because so. Tepper, again, he's there's fundamental analysis. Nobody's ever gotten rich with technical analysis. And Tepper, the the yeah. owner of Carolina, it's a technical analysis guy. He sold technical analysis. He didn't make money <laughs> using technical amounts. Yep. So he's the owner, general manager. Now he might be the head coach. He might be saying, hey, if Jerry Jones can do it, I can do it. But yep. since Jerry Jones was uh, one of two the two billionaires who were linebacker coaches in college, right? He was there with Arkansas and Barry Switzer and, and Jimmy Johnson. Uh, Tepper, I, I got to check it, but I don't think – I think his high school was his biggest, highest – uh, level of football but he thinks he can coach and just manage and, and do with data what Tom Giddy was talking about so he might install himself as a head coach he's already installed himself as a capologist and now from the capologist now he's uh, head of the scouting department he's the full GM of the Panthers yeah, I think they, so might not that just be the head coach?
0: Scott made a great point too about the Giants being a one-trick pony, right? Saquon's been injury-ridden. Like it's kind of been like, okay, how's he going to be coming in? And I think with that game being played, that they they see the Panthers are going to be able to game plan that. They, the, watching that game film, they're going to say, all right, if we can stop Saquon from beating us, we're going to have a pretty good chance at
4: stopping this offense.
0: I think that's a great point. They saw that. And on it's Dunley. a high school
4: offense or maybe a college offense. Same offense he ran with the Bills. Same offense he ran in Alabama to win the national title. And really, I thought the Titans were like, really, Daniel Jones is running. That's a design role I think this week with the Panthers and Santa and uh, Jones is going to get lit up. So look for Tyron Taylor to maybe be in there and try to save him. But yep, that's that game. <laughs> Another game that if you have trouble sleeping, just t- turn that on. You will be asleep by the middle of the first quarter. Next game we're going to look at is a game that I – the second it came out, I immediately bet the under, and I thought about it a little bit more, and then on Monday I bet the Steelers. I can't believe I'm getting points with with the Steelers. This might be the biggest coaching mismatch since uh, Clemson's running back coach suddenly became the head coach of the Cleveland Clowns, Freddie Kitchen. Every game, Freddie Kitchens' coach was a huge coaching mismatch. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Kitchens, I think, is coaching high school now. Uh, and they wouldn't even let him be a head coach in high school. He's a—he's an offensive coordinator at a private school in high school, Freddie Kitchen, a guy who should be doing the same is Matt Patricia. And reading the Boston Globe, people can't believe it. They're, they know it's nepotism. They're asking, what does Patricia's dad – What kind of pictures he has, Bill Belichick? (laughs) He he keeps hiring this guy. Um,
0: He's got more than pictures, he got some videos.
4: (laughs) (laughs) They say that Belichick has three sons coaching for him two biological kids and his adopted kid, Matt Patricia. He called the worst offensive game. Matt Jones, I was shocked because Matt Jones is a Southern Baptist, yes, sir, yes, ma'am guy. And when he's having a meltdown screaming at people on the sidelines, <laughs> it's unbelievable, complete, complete disaster. He's in that damn
0: headset going, Patricia, let me call this, let me call this next <laughs> series, <laughs> please. Right.
4: Great. Right. So going against um, because Tomlin thinks that Belichick and all of them are racist. And I remember when Belichick won the Super Bowl. Because uh, Tomlin was upset that they had the playoff game. They played on a Sunday and the Patriots played on a Saturday and had an extra day to prepare. So when Belichick went to the Super Bowl in Atlanta, he goes, they asked him, how do you think about the Super Bowl? He said, we felt fine, but guess we guess uh, the Steelers got a two-month or a month of us jump on us on scouting. <laughs> so believe me, Tomlin remembers that. You got Flores <laughs> on that defensive staff, Tyrell Austin, elite defensive coaches that yeah, with no talent. They beat um, the Bills last year, first game. Then the first game of the season, they they mitigated factors and they beat Joe Burrow and DeMar Chase. I don't see Joe Burrow and De- DeMar Chase is on New England this week. So I like that under – And give me the Steelers on the money line. That was my money line pick of the week is the Steelers. Uh, let's see
3: what you guys think. We'll go Scott in the chat. We're really, <laughs> you really even think about picking the Patriots this week. Getting Given two points, the Steelers get two at home, right. opening home game. Come on, really? Patriots showed nothing on offense last week. Nothing. Today, they put Ty Montgomery in the IR. He played the whole game against Miami. He was the best the player. Touchdown pass, and they put him on the IR. Right. So I don't know what Belichick's doing. No idea what he's doing. Um, if if Matt Patricia or Joe Judge is calling the offense, there's no way the Patriots are winning any games. <laughs> so so Steels getting two at home. Give me that all day long. Give me the under. It's not even gonna come close. The Pittsburgh Steel's defense is for real this year. For right. real. Yeah. So and there's no way Mac Jones is gonna be able to to counter that. So I love Pittsburgh this week. And I, I, just as much I like Minnesota, love Minnesota last week, and I love the under on this game too. So, and I may even throw some money on Pittsburgh on the money line because I think they're going to win the game. So. Right.
0: Yeah. This, this is a game you just don't overthink. This is this is Pittsburgh's home opener all day. They're getting points at home. Terrible town. Team that looked terrible. Their defense looked good. Yep. Um, I mean, they, they caused havoc for for Burrow last weekend. I mean this. I mean, you got Trubisky and you and you got Patricia and Judge. <laughs> yeah, I, this game's not going over, folks. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, right. It, it, I mean, it is twenty percent luck factor. I mean, if you get like two pick sixes in a punt return, you know, right? Or you
4: could, right. you so could get Judge had some trick play for the Giants you, last year.
0: You, you could get lucky, but this is eighty to eighty-five percent to the under here probability. So
2: right.
4: I love.
0: I, you don't overthink this one. Pit plus two money line under forty. I'm with you get to this next game.
4: Yeah. Uh, the, yeah pick. Unanimous pick. Uh, the Falcons come to SoFi Stadium, which um, the, the over-under I had was two years before they found a dead body in the pond in front of SoFi. They found a dead body there, so it, it was the under. <laughs> Finding a body in the pond in front of when you go to uh, SoFi and uh, the Rams had no energy last last week in their home opener. LA's a laid-back place. Uh, I'll be interested in the attendance in this game because, you know, the stadium is in a bad spot. Um, there's a lot of things to do in LA. The weather's going to be nice. The Rams do not have Von Miller. They didn't even place the defense. Cal Pitts is a mismatch against uh, Jalen Ramsey and company. Uh, I know Raheem Morris has a grudge against Atlanta. Arthur Smith has been talking a lot. And I think the Marcus Mariota factor is is a big deal here because uh, Darnold has guaranteed money. But he's only going to run after him one or two times before he's going to make a business decision not to be chasing Mariota plus one Mariota Uh, and I think once the LA people decide hey I don't want to go to the game I want to drive to Vegas and I want to have fun in Vegas I want to put money in the sports book and then go play craps when those people get to Vegas they're all going to bet the Rams blindly and drive this line past Uh, Right now, it's already at 10 and a half. Uh, I think they're going to drive it close to 14, 14 and a half. And whatever that line is, I'm going to – Atlanta has more to prove in this game, Uh, plus one with Mariota. And there's no Von Miller with them, with the Rams. And the Rams have injuries on the offensive line. And anyways, they're starting two new people on the offensive line. You don't have Whitworth there. It, it, It was sad. But when you watch that Buffalo game and um, Stafford tried to move and try to get outside, he couldn't. He, he was being dragged down by fat defensive linemen every time <laughs> they were running him down. So, uh, Cam Akers, I love him. He follows me on Instagram. Uh, but he didn't, he looked, I don't know, he didn't look right. So who, who's running the ball for the Rams? But behind bad offensive line and no offensive linemen. So you're gonna rely on old quarterback to throw it against an inspired Atlanta defense and you know, then vice versa. So, for those reasons, I like the Atlanta Falcons to cover the big spread, and I like it under 47 points as they want to keep the Rams off the field, and the Rams are also missing uh, Beckham, and they want Beckham, right? And to Scott's point yesterday, kind of reiterated the point for me, it seems like Robinson they're keeping him for division games for Seattle, for San Francisco, and this out-of-conference games, Atlanta needs to sell tickets. The Rams don't. I like the, the refs to give Atlanta the call. But Give me those uh, dirty South Falcons, plus a big number, whatever it goes to. And I like it under uh, under 47 is uh, what I'm going to
0: I'm uh, saying 46 and a half right now.
4: Yeah, 46 That's and a same. half right now. I'm going to buy the half point since it's $1,000 I'm betting. Mm. And I'm getting one of that arbitrage and all these. you know, a lot, bid the half point. In the long run, in 10 years, is going to benefit me. Go to Chad and Scott.
0: Uh, Scott, go, go ahead. I want to hear what you, what you have to think, say about this game.
3: So there's two games on the board this week that Vegas is, is dying for you to pick the underdog. This is one game. Because of the way the Rams played opening night on national TV with everybody watching them, they're going to drill Atlanta this week. I think this is a thirty-one to ten game. I think uh, it's going to go under for sure. Um, I just think McVay was embarrassed. Matt Stafford was embarrassed. That whole Rams team and organization was embarrassed on opening night after you win the Super Bowl and to to pull a no-show for that whole game. I think the Rams in practice were ultra-focused this week. I think Stafford's going to get uh, Cup and in, stay involved. I think Allen Robinson's going to play a whole lot better than he did last week. I just think the Rams are in a position in this game where they're saying to themselves, we're going to be laser shot focused for this game, even though it's Atlanta, and we're going to come out and we're going to put a, a beating down on them because of the way we played. Um, opening night, and they were totally embarrassed. Totally embarrassed. Buffalo just dominated them totally at home in a national spotlight game. So for that reason, and that reason only, I like I love the Rams this week, and I love the under this week. So that's where I'm at. Okay. Yeah,
0: Chad
4: was with me twice at the Rams training camp. What do you think, Chad?
0: Yeah. So I, I am I, I'm leaning with Josh here on the side. I do think. um you know, I do think this is too many points, and I think it's going to balloon up. I don't think the Rams are that good this year. I I think Stafford is regressed. I don't think they have the weapons at receiver at all. I'm trying to get Chad
4: to jump the fence at training camp. I'm like, show McVay what you that, can do, man. They,
0: they don't have <laughs> – they don't have the – I mean, the running backs didn't – I mean, I'm just – the defense, I mean, the losing Von Miller, the, they weren't getting the pressure. You know, Donald made a couple plays, but – You know, it's like
2: you
0: with Donald, he's going to get doubled. So it's like the like how good your second best pass rusher is, is super important with with Donald taking the doubles. I don't I don't know if they have that. I mean, Ramsey is is a stud, too. But I mean, I, I, I just he can't do it all by himself. And he's not he he wasn't anything special in that game. I mean, Diggs was catching balls on him left and right um yeah, in that opener he threw
4: over him they threw over him
0: you know i i was kind of i i do think though i'm gonna i'm gonna wait for this line to balloon i'm not gonna obviously bet this game until sunday morning so i'm leaning atlanta with the balloon and I, I like about 10 and a half right now you give me 11 12 13 that goes up i'm pretty much gonna go atlanta for sure you know i do think atlanta covering this game makes it go over
2: right
0: um I think if you like the Rams, I do think it goes under. If the Rams are going to whoop, whoop them, you like that, I, I think it's an under. But in this controlled environment here, I mean, the Rams offense has to be better than last week. They've got to score. Yeah. i got to think the Rams are going to get to 24. You know, I
4: – Well, the thing is that uh, just knowing John Gruden, right, and McVay is, you know, little John Gruden Jr., He's big on protecting the defense. So they really don't want to score a lot of points. They're happy scoring 17, 20 points, 24 points. Yeah. I see this as a 24-17 game, which yeah. is 24-10 going into the uh,
0: no, you, guys, you guys are right. because Atlanta,
4: Atlanta scores so, a garbage touchdown at the end, right to to backdoor cover.
0: Yeah, or even a like a 28, spread. a 28 to 17 game here. You know, that's 11 points. You know, you got to get north of 11 to get the cover from Atlanta, and that comes in at, what, 45, so it would be right. under. So, yeah, no, I I, I do. think yeah, you, got, you guys are right here. I like that. And then, then maybe so under-
4: you're running the ball. It's going to keep the clock running.
3: So I would normally say that, but for, if it was a 24-17 game and they lost, I, I would be on the other side. But because they were so – lethargic and so embarrassed against Buffalo. It's so dominated because they were totally dominated. Yeah, no, they were. And i think that's why I'm it. thinking that the Rams are going to come out and make a statement. Hey, we're not a dead team yet. Don't yeah. count us out. We're going to come out and we're going to show the world that the reason we were NFL champions is this. That's, that's the reason I'm picking the Rams. Yeah, on and it's a I lot just, of points, but yeah, I just don't
0: think the Rams care about showing anybody. I think they're going to win this game. The Rams win this game. For sure. I think they want the win. I don't think McVeigh's worried about proving that they're good. Yeah, they're not, they're
4: not like an emotional rah-rah. And team.
0: I just don't think the Rams are – I think they got dominated because they're not that good. They're not as good. They've regressed.
4: And and, and,
0: I
3: and they're think missing that's, Wentworth. They're missing Von Miller. That's the biggest I reason think why. Aldo Beckham. And uh, I will agree with that. I think Stafford's hiding something. I, everybody yeah. says he's okay. I think he's hiding something. And the so fact right. that he could, he, the, the fact that he couldn't work out all
2: all
0: off and he wasn't able to train, I gotta think that midway through the year, this he's gonna just be beat up. You know, he's gonna have to miss some time. I just a seventeen week, eighteen week oh, season. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean,
0: that
4: was I
0: can't imma- camp, the way they were. I can't imagine They
4: were running a training camp. With so the yeah,
0: my my official pick, Atlanta Balloon Line or whatever, balloons to under forty seven.
4: Right, and that is the. Uh, majority decision with uh, Scott being the Roots notorious against. RBG Ruth yeah. Bader Ginsburg. Well, the,
3: the under the under is unanimous.
4: The under is unanimous. Yeah, the under the under is unanimous. Under unanimous and Atlanta it, balloon line consensus. These sides going to be nuts. It's going to be craziness going on. Uh, next game is uh, the Cowboys. The Cowboys have not won a Super Bowl in 25 years. Plus, right. We were talking about this with Jason being brainwashed. The <laughs> Dallas is any good, right? I don't think they've, even, they've won like maybe one playoff game in 25 years against the Bengals. The Bengals are a up-and-coming team. They got great players. Uh, Dallas is going to have to play too high shell. Going to have to keep this game uh, under, right? Uh the Bengals, I'm going to let Scott and Chad choose the side for me because I could not decide. I think it's minus eight. Cooper Rush won a game last year against Minnesota. Definitely under. So under is definitely. definitely. Uh, since it's going to be one of those games where if – the Bengals are up 17-3, 17-10. The Bengals will think the game is over, right? Because their defense is going to control Dallas. Because who's Cooper Rush going to throw with? to? He's got no amount of Cooper, right? CeeDee Lamb. Ezekiel but for me, hasn't been good for years, like Pollard. But Dallas suddenly offers a line of socks. So let's go Scott and Chad.
3: So Cooper Rush won that game last year, but he had Amari Cooper, C D Lamb, Cedric Wilson, Dalton Schultz. And Zeke was okay at that time. He's just got CD Lamb this, this right now in Dalton Schultz. Right. That dak injury will derail Dallas for weeks to come, I think, before they, they get it back in line again. Uh Cincinnati should go into this game, should take oh, care wow. of business should handle business, should win the game like 27 to 10 or something like that. Because I, I just simply believe Mike McCaffrey's not a good coach. And and I think that this Dak injury is a huge hit to them because the weaponry that he has – if there's no Michael Gallup, then Cincinnati's going to double cover C.D. Lamb and say, Dalton Schultz, the tight end, you beat us. And I don't think he's going to – so I, I'm going to pick Cincinnati and I'm going to go the under. I, I, think, I think it's going to yeah. be going on Dallas' side, so – uh, yeah, I'm, I'm – I'm. Bengals buying the half point. Bengals
0: minus seven, under 41 and a half all day. Right. Cowboys suck. Right. Yeah. Defense yeah. looks all right. Defense will keep it under. But uh, they're not going to – they're not going to score any points. And yeah, the Bengals yeah. lost at home, a stinker at home. They're like bur- – I, I mean, they showed this all time and time last year. You know they had a good week of practice. You know they're coming to play. You know – that Dallas is a beat-up
3: team with a hurt quarter. Her quarterback got hurt. They see the blood in the water, and they're going to take it, take care of it. Jamar Chase will go off this game. This is this will be one of Jamar Chase's classic games. He'll go off this week, I think. Love it. Love they, they, it.
4: they know what Dallas is playing. They're playing zone. Yep. They're not yep. much to read. And I'll tell
3: you this, as I as I cast in the Super Bowl, if the Dallas is playing zone, T. Higgins is is a really good receiver against zone. So look at that too. If he, if he plays, if he's off the concussion, so um, Cincinnati eats zones live,
4: so. Oh, yeah, big time. So, yeah, I, I think what you guys are, uh, what you said about the Rams, I think it applies to the Bengals because the Bengals mm-hmm. got all the players and they're mad and they have more incentives and they almost beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. So, I, I think the emotional young guy thing uh, works in this situation and they'll blow out the Cowboys and the Cowboys are depressed 49ers.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, guys, we're going on the Bengals. We're going minus eight, and we're going to buy the point for the unanimous pick and go minus seven. I'm oh, going to buy the
3: point. A, it's up. To, it's up to eight. Yeah, I'm going to go point. seven. I'm going to go seven.
4: Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. seven too because it's going to be one of those field goal games. Dallas is going to need a special teams touchdown. Oh, oh you going right. to No doubt. Uh, see, I'm getting
0: seven and a half on Bovada, so I'm getting, I'm getting, uh, the Bengals minus seven and a half at minus one hundred five. So you can get minus seven at minus one hundred twenty on Bovada.
3: Yeah, I see the same thing, seven and a half, while across the board. Okay. So, yeah, so by the half,
0: by the half, half one
4: hundred twenty. That's good.
3: So we only got to
0: buy
4: a half point to get to seven. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, always shop around, man. Always, even uh, if you're in Vegas, always, you know, running. Win as Gaza. bet it now, bet, bet it now because it's yeah. going to go
3: up to 10 probably before kickoff,
4: right? Because so, uh, the now. So cool. people, yes, are there the weekend, the Foxwoods win Boston. Yep, yep. All mm. right, uh, fundamental analysis made his money last week, corporate governance. P. Carroll, P. Carroll, uh, studying, you know, he's in his 70s, though he does is study film. He was ready for game one. Russell Wilson, make him go to his left, which you do with any quarterback. Uh, but they did it. They accomplished it. Jamal uh, Adams, right? He's hurt. Their safety, hard hitting safety. Styles making fights. He's been studying the 49ers all summer. And Trey Lance, I guess it, he's going to be under pressure, right? Because that's uh, what Carroll does. Figure out how to put pressure on you. Um, they play every year, so he knows Shanahan's running schemes. This is going to be a brawl. It's going to be under 41 and a half, and double digit dogs in the, the division historically cover 70% of the time. You almost bet it blindly. Last year wasn't as good, it was around 50%. So I like a return to the mean this year, and I'm going with your double digit dog, Pete Carroll, regardless of who's in there, regardless of the big injury just the style and the fact that they play the 49ers twice every year. He knows the Shanahan family well, right? Since 40 years ago when he won the Super Bowl and Shanahan was the office coordinator for Bill Walsh and the 49ers and Pete Carroll was the defense coordinator. <laughs> he knows the Shanahan family through and through. It was even in his book, with forever. So give me the 49ers, give me the Seattle Seahawks. Plus the ten and buying the points, whatever it is, I already bet it plus ten, under forty one and a half. That's down to eight and a half now.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I bet it. I bet it earlier today when it was at ten. Yeah, it's down to eight and a half right now. Yeah. So.
4: I still
0: like it at eight and a half. I, I think. Yeah, I do too. I do if too. You're, if you're north of seven, a touchdown. I think you're good here.
4: Yeah. Seattle Seattle's win. It's going to be twenty to
3: seventeen. Yeah. Trey Lance to me is a thrower. Not a passer.
0: He's absolutely he, he's, terrible.
3: He's an awful quarterback who only runs. Okay.
0: Right. Seattle, I, I will be I will be betting against Trey Lance all
3: year. Yep. Yeah. Seattle played really well against Denver defensively, and Geno Smith in the first half was really, really good. It's the best right. I've, I've ever seen him as a quarterback. He has the weapons on the outside. He has Rashad Penny in the backfield. They have weapons. So I'm I already taking Seattle. So, I'm taking Seattle with the points. I'm taking Seattle on the money line. Woo. I don't think San Francisco will win. I'm taking Seattle on the money line, Seattle with the points, and the under. I think Pete Carroll's going 2-0 and this week. I do not like Trey Lance at all. I, I do not think he's an NFL quarterback. So. What's the money plus, line on plus 315. Plus yeah. 315. Yep. Wow. Take Seattle, cool Seattle on the money line. I'm taking Seattle on the money line. I think Seattle could go into San Francisco and win this game this week.
4: Right. So I'm going to do $1,000 on the $10,000 on the mm-hmm. under. Then I'm going to take $200 and put it on the 315 money line.
3: Seattle wins. You're getting a nice return on investment. If, if the
4: other part awesome. of it is I don't remember the last time against the spread, I lost when a veteran defensive coordinator was going against a rookie quarterback. I know that Bellachie's undefeated. Yeah, who's basically
0: Bill Lance is Lance is throwing the mecha- his, his mechanics are just flawed, man. He's just it's just I I he's got i I I'm not gonna bet I'm not gonna back them until I see it. And obviously the fact that John Lynch signed Jimmy Garoppolo to the biggest backup quarterback contract in the history of N- the NFL it tells you that they know that he's not going to make this here. It tells you that they know he's not good. Why else would any logical businessman make that business decision? If right. they didn't think that there's some type of outside pressure that is pressuring them to start Trey Lance, to give him an opportunity, to, what it is. to give him an opportunity out there. And he has to go suck it up before they can move him there. And, and you know, that's the case because they wouldn't pay a backup all that money. No, sit on the damn bench. If there wasn't some outside force that was saying, hey, you need to start Trey Lance. And <laughs> I mean, it's not gonna last. It's not gonna last. There's no way, you know, they're they're not gonna have a winning season. They're not gonna be able to pull out these tough games. There's just no way. So, I mean, th- this this one's this is an easy one. I, that money line pick plus 315. That might be the biggest money line that we hit all year, right there. You're right. That's juicy, yeah,
4: you gotta take advantage of the opportunities, being see I'm not saying put a lot on the money line, nah. just put a little bit on the money line. Nah, that, sprinkle you know? it. We call yeah, it too little it. sprinkle. Right. Yep. Yeah. So I'm putting I've usually been a thousand, putting two hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, twenty percent. Take twenty percent of your unit, whatever your unit size is, you take twenty percent of that, you sprinkle
4: it
3: on the money line.
4: Because I think it's even a quarterback mismatch between Geno Smith and uh Trey Lance.
3: I do too. And who who would have said that or when the season started?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Geno you know, Smith is doing what these running coaches want to do, right? He, he can hit uh, 20 to 25%, either high percentage passes or the deep ball. but nothing in between because they don't want to risk it because they suck. All right, so that's unanimous. Next game is Russ off, coming up off Monday night against another veteran defensive coordinator in Lovey Smith. Um, Houston is playing their style, right? Defensive coach, um, run clock, snap the ball with three seconds left, run it. Uh, Burkhead get let Burkhead get three yards, get three point five yards, and then swing it to Burkhead. First down, boom! You ran five minutes off the clock. So I do believe Denver will kind of sort of blow them out in that scenario. But it's going to be whatever. It's going to be 17-3 going into the fourth quarter. Uh, Denver's going to pack it in. Uh, Davis Mills is going to take him on a 14-minute drive. And the score is going to be 17-10 with 30 seconds left. We do onside kick. Bronco's recovered. <laughs> it's the under and Houston covers. And everybody's happy in Denver that Denver won the game. We'll go, with Scott, in the chat.
3: I love Denver this week. Um, I heard a stat today, and I read a stat that Denver home openers in the last two decades, they've won like eighty percent of them, right. So so I like Denver here with the money. line. i I like Denver here with the points giving the points rather. And I like the game to go under. i I think their coach screwed up Monday night by not going for it on fourth and five and trying that sixty yard field goal. so I, I, I think that they, yeah, yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna come back. <laughs> with a vengeance, I think Russell Wilson his first home game is is going to have the same type of game as he had the other night, which is 360 odds pass and somewhere in there, 340. I just love Denver this week. I don't think they're going to shut them out, but I think they're going to win like 24-3 to three or something like that. So I'll go the under, and I'll take Denver. And,
4: uh, I think it's a big coaching mismatch between Nathaniel Hackett and Lovey Smith. And he's got that fresh defense what do you think uh, Chad break the tie yeah I'm, I uh
0: I'm gonna rock with uh with Houston here plus the 10 uh ten and a half I, I do think that line will balloon up even higher um you know I just that's a big it's a big number and I I just think the Texans are going to be able to do enough offensively I think you know Davis Mills they 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 are a team man they do well with double digit spreads um they covered a lot for us last year. They covered for us uh last week. I you know, I just I, I like this game. It is in it is an in-conference game. Um, you know, so I I I I do think that Houston will, will, will play play them tough here. And I love the under. I love the yeah. under. I,
4: yeah. I love the un- yeah, and in corporate governance too, right? Lovey Smith took the Chicago versus Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. Then he uh, won a Super Bowl as defensive coordinator with the greatest show on turf. And then uh, Illinois, right, up there in Jason's territory. He recruited the Illinois team this year that's here that's going to win a bowl game. Nathaniel O'Hacken, on the other hand, was the Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback coach 2015-2016. He's there because of his daddy's name. Uh, he was the coordinator for remember remember those 2018 to 20, 2016 to 2018 Jacksonville Jaguars do you remember no I don't remember either. he was the office coordinator there and then he's at the offensive coordinator with uh Green Bay with LaFleur's really the offensive coordinator and you have uh, uh Aaron Rodgers flicking off the play and running his own play <laughs> now Nathaniel Heck is head coach at Denver Broncos are you shocked he did something stupid? Because he's overmatched. So I think the coaching mismatch is going to get him, but it's not really going to get him because Denver's still going to win the game. I like Houston cover. Or, or is, not to interrupt you, Chad. What do you think? Yeah,
0: no, that I, I'm I'm gonna I'm rocking with that. I'm uh I'm gonna take this one under the 45, and I'm gonna go Houston with points.
4: Corporate governance picks for us majority of decision though. This is not a cult. This is not QAnon. That if you don't do what you says. He will kill you, whatever. Here we have diversity of thought, but we all agree on the other. We're all unanimous on the under. This is an under game. Nathaniel Hackett, another disciple, he was on the coaching staff of John Gruden, that famous 2006 Tampa Bay Buccaneer coaching staff.
0: Well, there's, there's two Monday night games this week, huh?
4: Right. Yeah, there is. Her has. Yep. Two Monday night games. And remember, yes, last. But it saved us, got us profit, 70% of home dogs on Monday night cover. <laughs> that last week's game to that as well. Uh, before we get to those, we got the Raiders coming off a of loss, playing the Cardinals backups. Uh, two offensive coaches going against each other. At home, Josh McDaniel has spread his wings, no longer handicapped. But Bill Belchi, I see the Raiders minus five and over 51. What do you guys
3: think? Who do you want to go first, me or Chad? Go ahead, Scott. I don't like the Cardinals defense at all. I, I think that they got carved up by Mahomes last week. I think Derek Carr will bounce back. I think Devontae Adams will continue his I'm the best receiver in the NFL tour or try to. Um, and I, I think that offensively, the Raiders will get off and get going here. Josh McDaniel's first home game in Las Vegas. I think that, um, they were, it was a winnable game at the end, which they didn't pull out. Derek Carr, too many turnovers, forcing the ball. Um, I think they need to win this game. Des- Both teams need to win this game desperately. I think the Raiders will get it done. I, I, I love the Raiders. And I think the game's going to go under because I don't think the Cardinals offense uh, is is firing on all cylinders because I think they missed DeAndre Hopkins too much. Right. So I'm going to go under under the total, and I'm going to take the Raiders at home. So
1: that's where I'm at. You're going under that key number fifty two. Going to go up to 52 and fifty two and a half.
3: No, I'm going to stay under. I'm going to stay under where it is. I, I think. It, yeah, I think. It, I don't think it's going to get to fifty two. I think it's going to be like forty seven.
4: So got it.
3: Oh um, Yeah. I,
4: what do you think, Chad?
3: Yeah, yeah I'm,
0: I'm with you guys on, on the Raiders here. I love the Raiders in this spot. Um, man, I think the Cardinals are really going to be in for a stinker of a year.
2: Right.
4: They
0: might, only, they, know they might only win, you know, six, seven games this year. Um, Basically, so, yeah. I think the team's on strike. The players
4: are on strike. I yeah, think they we, don't want
3: Kingsbury as their coach.
4: They, yeah, they want him fired.
0: The Raiders are going to bounce back from that win. Um, home opener. I think the offense is going to get going a lot. I, I think this one sneaks over. Um, I'm going to go, go with the over here, over 51 and a half. Um, I think this one, you know, the, the Raiders I are going to, I the game
4: gets out of hand, both coaches are going to keep scoring.
0: Yeah. No, Raiders I think they'll
4: keep scoring and then Cleansbury is still going to be throwing bombs to AJ Green.
0: Yep. Yep. So, I mean, I, I, I think the, the Raiders scored 35 here, you know, and, uh, I just need you know 17 points at Arizona. I think they. I think uh, we can get to get get to 35, 17.
4: It could be 35, nothing going into the fourth quarter, and Clingsbury scores 17 meaningless points.
3: All right, all right, I changed my mind. I'm going over. I'm going over.
4: You guys bought me into it. Yep. This is a dynamic podcast and not rigid thinking, right? I hate rigid thinking. People have to. to one thing over and over and everybody has to say what trump said everything has to say what freaking q says here everybody has equal weight man jason can talk us into something i i was going a god on the on that
1: split because um i just think the cardinals aren't going to put the points up to get it done so love the raiders on the side but uh little nervous on the
4: over with the Cardinals. Well, it, it's not going to be the Raiders. It's going to be the Raiders' backups in, like, the third and fourth quarter. You
3: know? Well, don't say that. I'll it, change my mind back and go. It, <laughs>
4: it, it, the thing is that Clingberry is like Chip Kelly, right? They keep trying to score. There's 15 seconds left. They're down by 50 points, and they're throwing Hail Marys to the end zone.
3: I, dig, I think McDaniels has a little bell cheating him. I, I think he'll just keep the foot on the gas. Oh, yeah. And, and put up points. I but, think so, yeah. it's what's going to happen. Especially
0: off coming off that loss, you know, that loss, and yeah. being an offensive guy, Carr playing like shit, right. Devontae Adams trying to show he's the guy. I think there's – I think all – you know, I think McDaniels, Carr, and Devontae are all kind of on that same shit, you know. And it, I, it,
3: I, I think you saw Devontae go off last week. I think he'll go off even bigger this week. First home game as a Raider, I, I think he's, he's going to be huge. Oh, I don't yeah. think Arizona has anybody to stop them. That's the whole thing. Yeah, nobody to
4: stop them. To uh, I'm, this, I forgot JJ Watt doesn't want to play. I yeah.
0: mean, let's be, let's be real here. The Cardinals gave up 44 points last week. Okay, right. I would not be surprised to see the Raiders score 38, 42. Right, that's very, very possible. You know, yep. you only you could go over with a 42 to 10 type game. And, you know? and
3: the Chiefs did it in the fourth quarter with Isaiah Pacheco and their backups in. Exactly. Except for Mahomes. Mahomes was still in until about three minutes left in the game, but that's what makes it go over. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. And look at look at to, to what Josh is saying, the score
0: is forty four to seven going into the fourth quarter. And what do the Cardinals do? They score two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. That don't mean shit. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Exactly. They, that's
4: his philosophy that is his philosophy you know yeah. you know it's like yeah it's
0: 37 to 7 going into the fourth quarter the cardinals score a touchdown with 12 minutes left in the fourth to make it 37 to 15 pacheco or you know he has a rushing touchdown the, the backups go down on chiefs score 44 to 15 then the cardinals get it back and have another meaningless drive to finish 44 21 with the final
4: exactly unite and Jason, we would have said, okay, we're going to save our plays. We're just going to play the nail and get out of here. No. Plainsberry's like, no, we're going to run our offense and we're going to score for no reason, for absolutely zero reason, other than for us to catch our over ticket.
0: <laughs> exactly.
4: Uh, the Bears against the Packers, double digit dog in the division. Uh, I'm a disciplined investor. I'm going to keep my discipline. Uh, we talked about Coach uh, – I forget. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. But he's a great defensive mind. We're talking about LeFleur here. Disciple Gruden, disciple Andy Reid. He's going to sit on a lead. Uh, I see this game really being 10 to nothing. will <laughs> <mean>, covering 12-11 <laughs> or 13-3 because it's way early in the season. Salesmen think short-term. Uh, the Packers have been in the playoffs forever. This is a bad division. So they're just going to do enough to win. And I, and I was to heeding Scott's word about how much the Packers uh, offense struggled, right? And, and what Chad said, too, you got to listen, right? If people don't know how to listen, listen, listen to people. And then Chad was talking about, because I was watching that, too. The, he went to Jordy Nelson. He drops the ball. He flicks him off twice and then goes back to him again. You know, so that's not, he's got emotional control issues. People are finding out that Aaron Rodgers is crazy. <laughs> so for that and many other reasons, defensive coordinator for Green Bay is Joe Barry. And listen real quick to this 2006 Tampa Bay coaching chat uh, staff. Joe Barry's linebackers coach. Gus Bradley is your defensive quality control coach. Jay Groon, is the offensive assistant to his brother, John Gruen. Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive quality control coach, quarterback coach, co offensive coordinator. Paul Hackett is that. Bonnie Kiffen is your defensive coordinator. His son is Lame Kiffen. Defensive assistant, Jimmy Lake, which Chad knows. All right. So that's why we can pick a lot of these games because it's very ancestral. So, Joe Barry is going to play the Tampa 2, keep everything in front. Uh, Justin Fields, another thrower that can't read defenses yet. Uh, they're not even going to score very much on Joe Barry. So, that's why the floor is just going to be enough to win. What do you guys think? We'll go Chad and Scott.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Double-digit dog in the division here. I like what the Bears did, man. They showed that heart. They showed that fight. Right. Man, in, a, in a torrential downpour. Um, coming back, not giving up, and winning that game. Um, you know, I just you know, ten points here is a, is a lot of points. I, the Packers offensively did not did not impress. Um, I I think the Packers win this game, but yeah, I mean, ten points it, it is a lot here. I I gotta see that. I gotta see them see them rolling before I, I kind of give them the you know Aaron Rodgers of the pass and, and putting up a lot of points. Um, yeah, I think I, I like Chicago plus ten under under forty two. By, by the half point, get it to 42, get, get to that key number.
3: So what, what did Green Bay do to be 10-point favorites in any game there? What did they do? Adam Rodgers doesn't trust Christian Watson. He yeah. doesn't trust Romeo Dubs. So you're, hand, you're handcuffing your team, basically. Alan Lazard is the savior to that team. Alan Lazard's never shown anything in the NFL to me. No. So you're basically your offense is basically Robert Tunyon at tight end and two running backs in the backfield. So if you're running the ball a lot, you're taking time off the clock, which means that this game is going under, and Green Bay is not going to cover this ten points. I give me Chicago, and give me the under because there's no way it's going to take them three or four weeks to get everything straightened out. Lazard's going to come back, and it's not going to be the same receiver. That he was la- at the end of last year. So yeah, and, and and two
0: with, you know, Aaron Rodgers' attitude towards these rookies is like like well you got to yeah. pick these guys up. Man. Yeah, I met I met Romeo Dubs at the Nevada Pro Day this year. Right. I spent spent some time talking with him. You know, he he was actually banged up and injured. He couldn't do the pro. That was the kind of reason why I needed to get out there and be an extra receiver for Carson. But, um, you know, so, I so just he's, he phone he phone. he Romeo is a little bit more of a introverted quieter type guy and I, I don't think he is gonna respond to the way that Aaron Rodgers treats people right. i don't think that's gonna exactly. make him maximize because he's a freaking stud athletically right. the guy could be he could replace davante and, and be just an absolute but i don't think aaron Rodgers is gonna get the most out of romeo dubs i think he's gonna get just an average romeo you know because he's not getting he's just not approaching him in a manner everybody's coach different right you you get the most out of players different ways. One guy, you know, I'm an intense type of guy. You can yell at me and rah-rah me, and exactly. I'm gonna get fired up. It's gonna translate to me. You can't do that with every guy. Some guys yeah. do not respond well to that. They shut down, they say, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm done with your ass. <laughs> I don't you're not gonna, you know, right. they
4: don't,
0: you know, they're gonna they, talk to me like that, man. I don't care
4: if you're Aaron Rogers.
0: Exactly. Time. Yeah, like who so I, I just I, <laughs> I, exactly what Scott said. What how, what do they do to be ten point favorites? And you, Aaron Rodgers has guys, and I think he has made guys underachieve at, at his receiver and tight end position time and time again. I can go down a list of ten guys that I don't think they got the most out of. Um, so yeah, I mean that 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 that's that's a great point. And uh, the Devontae
3: Adams trade this year will come back to haunt them all year long, all yeah. year long. Aaron Rodgers only treats his guys one way. You drop the pass. I don't trust you. I'm not throwing you the ball. I don't care who you are. Right. Randall Cobb, who he he wanted back in the worst way last year, did not do anything in game one. That was the guy you figured would be on the field for him and doing things for him because he trusts him. No, these rookies will not flourish with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. They just yeah. won't they won't do it. So, I mean, uh, I can't pick the I mean, pack with ten points. No way. Come on, really?
4: vision game against a great, yeah, of mind. No coach. way.
0: I mean, I I think it's it's a huge reason why I don't think Aaron Rodgers will ever win another Super Bowl is because you look at that. Look at a guy like Brady and Brady's like, receiver, young receiver comes in the league. Hey right. man, I I'm coming back to you. Get out of that break. Get your head around that ball going to be on you. I need you, bro. I need you come on let's get this right you're going to get more chances i'm coming back to you he might curse him out at first but there's a, there's like those two types of coaches right it's like you got the one coach that's gonna motherfuck you and cuss you out and put right. you on the end of the bench and not put you back in the whole rest of the game to redeem yourself then you got another guy that's gonna mother F you da, 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 but he's gonna get you back in there and let you give yourself another chance to prove yourself and redeem yourself and everybody likes playing for the guy that's going to you know, the guy that chews you out and never gives you a chance to to redeem yourself or prove yourself, it's like, bro, what – I mean, what what can you do? It's not even like – you know, right. and, and and I think that's a huge, a huge thing is, like, you know, you can get on guys. You could tell guys, you know, Brady's on guys this week. We didn't score. You know, but there, there's, a, there's a right way to go about it, and there's a way to give a guy this opportunity and not just, oh, I'm done with you, bro. Like, you know, like, what – I mean, that's just such a just a, a, a shitty attitude to have overall. Right.
4: And Brady's more of a businessman because – I found out this year he flies out and talks to the draft picks or to new guys on the team. So he'll show up at your house with a basket and his two kids get to know you. And he'll say exactly what Chad said This is my coaching side. You know, I'm going to curse you out, but I'll, I'll get the ball back to you. And people need to realize that, that they're coaches, like Chad saying. Aaron Rodgers is now a coach since he's been in the league so long. Tom Brady, but Tom Brady's more of a businessman as well. That he meets with people, he tells them their communication style, right? So they know what to expect. So there's no, you know, surprises from that standpoint. So we'll go unanimous. The Bears plus 11 under 42 and a half. And then the weird two Monday night games. I like uh, the Bills. make sure of this. I like the, the the Titans, actually, plus 10. I'm going to wait for this line to balloon. I'm going to wait for all the Buffalo Bills fans who can't get in the game to go to the Catskills and to go to Foxwoods and bet this over 10 points. So about a half hour before Monday night football, I might get the Titans plus 14 just because of the style. I think the Bills are going to dominate them, but Derrick Henry, Tannehill, and all them running short passing game is going to make this a 17-10 game, 23-14, to 14 gives me a minus nine, gives me the under, gets me the Titans to lose, but cover over the 10 points. What do you think, Chad?
0: Uh, Scott, go first here.
3: I like the under, first of all. I was going to take the Bills, but I just saw on FanDuel Sportsbook it's minus nine and a half. If it stays under 10, I'm taking the Titans. For sure. I mean, if it balloons over 10, I'm taking the Titans. I've seen it 10. I'm going to go to the 10-point Sportsbooks and bet the Titans. I- I'm, I'm going to take the Titans in this. I think the Bills cannot play as nearly as flawless a game as they did opening night. So... For that reason and that reason alone, I think the Titans are going to come to play. I think they're really, really ticked off. They they blew it against the Giants, so I'm going to take the Titans and I'm going to take the under in this game. I think Titans are just going to run the ball with Derrick Henry like crazy and uh, and try to try to salt uh, run the clock out. So that's where yeah.
0: I'm going. I'm with you guys here. You got to go Tennessee plus the ten. I mean. They got to have some type of, you know, moxie coming back from such a shit-ass loss to a shit-ass team. Right. Um, and you got to think that they're going to get a steady dose of Derrick Henry, that Vrabel is going to say, you know what, that Bill's offense looks really good. We need to take the ball out of their hands. How do we do that? We have long, extend our drives. We run the ball. We, we go seven minutes, eight minutes down the field, Derrick Henry, and we take the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. So with that type of mindset, I, I think uh, Tennessee is built to cover this big number. There's their style, the styles here, the two team styles, it, Tennessee is it, it really, really leads to them to cover this number. And then, yeah, I think that the styles are lead to the under here as well. You know, Tennessee can put a couple, you know, some ball control together here. Um there's just not going to be enough possessions in this game to get to get this one to go over. So, I like that. I like Tennessee plus the 10. I like the under 48.
4: All right. So, that's unanimous. And then the last game, I think it's an overreaction to last week. Uh, non-division game on the road. In Philadelphia, big market. Going to get the calls by the refs. Uh, Eagles got to be fired up for this. Everybody's on a short leash in the Eagle land. Anybody can get cut after we pour Jalen Hurts included. So I like uh, the Eagles minus two under fifty one. So uh, I should have waited because I already bit that under. Because I don't I don't think there's going to be a lot of. Well, am going to show a lot of his offense on the road against Philadelphia. But Scott didn't chat. Yeah, I, I like
3: Philadelphia this week. I, I think, um, you know, they, they have this division really on lockdown. If they can win it this week, because you're putting Dallas by two, two games behind you early in the season, uh, provided Dallas loses, your Washington and, and the Giants are not threats in my mind to them. But I'm going to take the over. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I, I think Philadelphia is um, going to score. And I think Minnesota is going to score too. I think their offense is for real. I think they have weaponry all over the field. I think Minnesota is going to put up close to 30 and I Philly is going to go over 30. So I'm going to take Philadelphia, but I'm going to take the over. I think 51 or 52 is a little too low for, for this game. So that's where my mind's at. I, I think it's going to be a nice night. So I think it's going to be fine. So. Yeah. I, uh, I
0: agree with with you, Scott, on the over. I I like Philly here. I like what I saw out of Philly. I think they get this home opener on Monday Night Football 1. Um, And, yeah, I think this one, you know, you can sneak over uh, 50 points here. I definitely think – I mean, I I think both teams get to 24, you know, at least – you know, that's 48 right there, and then we need a a field goal to to break the tie. So I think the only way this – you know, if you get a 24-24 tie, you might – in overtime, you might be screwed, but i i i think uh, i think this one gets over. I think both offenses have the weapons. They got the receivers. Um, we saw that in week one for both teams, and both teams' defenses. I mean, Philly Philly obviously. I think defense is a little. I think Minnesota's got a little. Oh.
4: Chad froze there.
3: I, I I personally think this game both uh, number one receivers are going to be big. AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson. I think Justin Jefferson's on a mission this year to show he's the best receiver in the NFL. And if Kirk Cousins doesn't play the usual Kirk Cousins prime time, this is definitely going over. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. So that's where I'm at with this. Okay, so
4: the consensus pick is going to be the over. 51. I'm going under uh, 51 for purposes of the podcast. I bet 50, and man, we give you more information. You can get anywhere else. Do not have to pay action sports any money. don't have to pay anybody, anybody, money for picks. Just use our philosophy. Uh, you can bet our picks. Just do one at a time. Each pick they play the percentages and we win, right? Before Winston Churchill. Any final words, guys. Don't
3: don't overthink it this week. Right. You know, don't go to the window and say, ah, you know, the Patriots Belichick. Don't overthink it. These games are these games are pretty a little bit easier than last week to bet on. So just don't overthink it.
4: Big time. And Winston Churchill said, give everything for free, because you give one, you get 10 back. Not religion or philanthropy, it's just the way business works. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you uh, for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network.
2: That's why this one not cost eight hundred dollars. The